In 2019, a crack commando duo was sent to prison by the FCC for a crime they did not commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security prison to the podcast Underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as fugitives. If you have a problem, if no other podcast can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the devil and the gent. I know how life is really hard, but you have to keep your head up and try. If you need some advice, allow me to simplify, because I just do my hair toss, check my nails, baby, how you feeling? I'm feeling good as hell, podcast land. I don't know about you, but I'm probably jumping on stage New Year's Eve with Lizzo in Vegas. (laughs) Yeah, the Diablo in Las Vegas. Well, here I am again. We're closing out the year. It's been one hell of a year at the Devil and the Gent Show. And of course, I am, as always, because of my technological impotence, I'm joined by my millennial producer extraordinaire, the dysfunction to my erectile, the <laughs> Georgia Gentleman. <laughs> Devil, what's going on, man? I feel like it's been a while. It has been a while. Things like families and holidays and broadcasting basketball, not necessarily all in that same order, have just swamped the two of us. We've been we've been busy in the real world, so to speak. Don't like it one bit. Want to go back to our fantasy podcast land. Great to be back here, all you Odag acolytes. Devil yeah. and the Gent, 2019, that's our birth year. we got to celebrate this New Year's Eve, right? I know, and you bought us a, a little gift uh from fantasy fo- from your fantasy football winnings you got us a new mic fantasy football winnings were nice got to bring up the mic then we're gonna bring a few benjamins to the track try to see if a few ponies can add to the dollars yeah it's been a, <laughs> it's been a great christmas season for the two of us happy to be there man so devil we i guess we missed we missed um college football semifinals um and do you just want to get into that real quick or what do you want to talk about we had some a good NFL week 17 and 16 as well. You know, as Steeler fans, I just want to say congratulations to Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steeler organization, because quite frankly, they're catching a lot of heat from a bunch of jabronis in the media that are not athletic enough to make a JV chess team. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking to you at Timothy Benz, the Postburg Pittsburgh Tribune. Yeah. That guy always saying negative stuff. I think it was a great season. having to play down the once they lost Ben and once they lost down to second, third string offensive positions, key offensive positions. Built that defense this year. You know, they're going to come back. Black and gold will come back. But let's uh, let's gloss over the NFL since we have got one game at hand, and it's the NCAA. And the Gent and I both picked a team. Gent went with LSU. Well, they just barely squeaked by the other night, right? <laughs> barely. <laughs> Joe Burrow had an off night, didn't he? Squeaked by like a damn lion in the Serengeti, maybe. No squeaking there. That, yeah. Quarterback Heisman Trophy winner at LSU throwing for more, more touchdowns than you're going to find in Atlanta Airport, Delta. Crazy. I picked Clemson Tigers. I've been saying this. Debo, I know he's a very religious man, but this is one case. The devil's got your back, Debo. I know you got God on your side. Yeah. And that's good. So is that the, the devil's got your back? Is that the big reason because of Dabo Sweeney? You're, why you're taking the Tiger, Clemson Tigers? I've been saying it for two or three years now. In my mind, it's Alabama and Clemson and everybody else in the college world of football. Mm-hmm. And 
Alabama's not around. But if it was Alabama getting four and a half points in particular in this game coming up, you take Alabama, right? And if I'm saying Clemson's in that same boat, and Trevor Lawrence, I'll tell you, God bless that Spicoli surfing looking mother huncher. He come up with a game every bit as big as Mr. Raging Cajun down there in the in the purple of LSU. All right. I mean, they, people forget Lawrence performance last year as a freshman. So I have faith in him. I have faith in Sweeney. And boy, they got some speed. But certainly I'm expecting a, a epic battle. Mm-hmm. And really, I, I'm just going with Clemson. They're getting four and a half points because I think they can win the game. And they're getting a four and a half point kicker. Paint me orange. Well, in some spots of my body. And then we'll roll from there. Nice. Yeah, and I took LSU just simply because of Joe Burrow and the year that he's having, but also Coach O. I feel like um, Clemson, like like to your point, uh, Clemson's players, they play hard for Dabo. Yeah. Um, LSU pl- players, I think they play pretty hard for Coach O. So I think it's going to be it's gonna be a really good football, football game for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, Jen, I got to believe that too. It's Coach O down here. It's LSU. Uh, someone give me some gumbo. In fact, go give me a whole vat of damn gumbo, please. Go I'm Coach O. <laughs> Yeah, no, that dude can flat out coach. Gotta love it. Yeah, and I, you know what? They, hey, a couple years you might be talking about them, Alabama, and Clemson all in the same boat because this is a monster defense he's got with four, you know, first round potentially guys on the defense side of the ball, and then you got we already talked about the offense. It's a, it's, it's going to be an epic, titanic battle, if you will. What's we'll the line right now? Four and a half. Okay, you're not listening to me, everybody out <laughs> there. I'm going Clemson four and a half. We've actually split on this one. Gents taking LSU minus four and a half. So those are our split picks. Side with whom you may. If you'd like the little snowflakey millennial half wannabe producer, (laughs) then take the Tigers and LSU. Now, if you like money and you go off of resume, well, let's just say we know we'd line up with the Jersey Devil. Go ahead and take Clemson plus four and a half. Tell them the devil made you do it. And then tell everybody else it was the devil that made it for you. That's my pick. That was a good sell, devil. Well, buckle up those seatbelts. Put those chairs back to the upright position. Quit trying to join the Thousand Mile High Club. Whatever else is going on in an airplane, stop. We got time for the NFL National Football League playoff picture to talk about. Jen, I think it breaks down like this. You got how many teams in the postseason in the NFL right now? Twelve. Very good. You got a dirty dozen. Good movie, by the way, those of you older than I am. Yeah, you got 12 teams. It breaks down to three categories. I think you got four of those teams that are viable contenders to be hoisting Mm -hmm. the Lombardi Trophy. I think you got two other teams that kind of fringy, meaning the stars all have to align the right way. They got to drink the exact amount of tequila the night before, <laughs> eat balanced. They got to, they got to, you know, get up and follow us. So everything's got to go right for them. There's two more of those teams. Okay. You mm-hmm. keeping up with me? Yep. I got you. How many are left? Well, four plus two, six. Oh, good. <laughs> but by the way, no, the real answer, trick question, none. The rest is a bunch of, not good stuff. It's half that field, those six teams. And yes, New England, I'm talking to you and the unrested now, Tom Brady. I'm not putting you in that six. You're in the six of the... Uh, wow. Yeah, about that, right? That's 
Wicked Not Awesome, is it? <laughs> Wicked Not Awesome. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's start with your top four. Okay. Who are they? Top four contenders. In no particular order. I'm going to just throw them out there. I'm going to say Baltimore. I'm going to say Kansas City. I'm going to say New Orleans. And who do you think I got for that fourth pick? You going San Francisco? Got to be San Francisco. Okay. Without a doubt. Those four teams all have legitimate arguments. And if things even go, got to get a little lucky. I mean, anything goes to sports, got to get a little lucky. But any of those four, they're the big boys, I think. You know, then you break it down to the two fringy teams where, like I said, everything's just got to go perfect. We'll go with Seattle Seahawks. Okay. And if they had a running back who played in the NFL in like the last three years. <laughs> That's I a mean, good point. I mean, Marshawn Lynch, come on. Yeah. Had what, a touchdown. Driving, driving a Pepsi truck or what? I mean, I know he's good on a first and goal still, but there you go. So they're kind of fringy. I'm saying fringy because they're still there. Hey, defense like that. And Russ Wilson running around, there's always a fringy chance. Yep. And then that other fringy chance is, well, a team that was very, very, very good to us this year at the Devil and Gent. We okay. Stuck with yeah. the green and gold, all right? I mean, again, anytime you got the gunslinger, Aaron Rodgers running around out there, not dealing with that stupid ass annoying insurance agent or whatever it is in that commercial. <laughs> I hate that thing kill that guy off yeah i hope mayhem hope that mayhem from the other commercial goes and kills off the really smug guy in the aaron Rodgers commercials how about that <laughs> that would be a good super bowl commercial somebody sign me up i want royalties right now for that idea got me mayhem kills how's it kill him <laughs> let's say uh by a uh, candlestick in the library mayhem kills the other just annoying insurance agent is his. I guess it's his regular agent. The insurance commercials for Aaron Rodgers. That'd be a tough way to go. Candlestick in the library. Hell yeah! <laughs> you know what? While I'm at it, let's start a board game, gent. I got it. that's the basis of. We might have to do that too. Somebody okay. don't nobody rip me off. I'll make some money there. No, you got those. Those I really believe are are the two fringe teams there, and then the other six teams. New England is New England. And as long as it's Brady and as long as it's Belichick, you know, it's like watching a zombie movie where there could be just two zombies left. But still, if they bite somebody, bad things happen. Bite somebody else, bad things happen. Hell, somebody bites a dog. Now you got zombie dog, all right? So you, you have all that going on. Now that's kind of like New England. Yeah, Belichick, zombie, good comparison, actually. That is a good comparison. Right? Yeah. So, and Brady, when he gets on that little vegan diet thing he does down in the Amazon or whatever, zip lining for fun, I don't know. Anyway, he looks kind of gaunt. So, they are perfect zombies. But I like that they could come at you, and it's not going to shock me. But from I've seen no signs of that. I mean, Brady got outplayed by Fitzmagic in the last regular season game. Right, yeah. Well, let that sink in. He's also not getting a week off at 43 years old. Let that sink in. And he doesn't have anybody that can play around him. Let that sink in. Yeah. He, so, and they've had that week off since, what, for the past 10 straight years? Yes, Yes, absolutely. So that, no, that's why I did not include New England. I don't think I need to go down the answers on the other ones. You got some nice teams there in Buffalo mm -hmm. and Tennessee. And no, I mean, Philadelphia, no. Next. Right. <laughs> I mean, you got some that you just don't think. Minnesota, next. I don't see that happening. Yeah. So, so, so gun to your head, if you had to pick two teams in the Super Bowl, which two teams are you taking? I'm going to go with Kansas City Tomahawk Chop Chiefs. Okay. I'm going to nice. Kansas City. K 
Kansas City, here the devil comes. I'm going to get one of those big steaks. you got to eat like a 78-ounce steak in an hour or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give you a T-shirt. Hell of a deal. <laughs> yeah. Indigested for nine weeks afterwards. But you can wear your shirt. It's good. Get you a shirt, Jen. So go Kansas City Chiefs. And in the NFC, look, how do you not go with Nolans? Okay. On a revenge mission from last year. And Bree's throwing that thing all around, and he's healthier than he's been because he didn't play the first six weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, got that rest, didn't start getting hit up until half the season. It was a good team. Remember, they're winning without him with Teddy Bridgewater, so it shows you the parts around there. The defense has won games for them. Yep. Sean Payton, first-class, proven Super Bowl-winning coach. Didn't have Kamara for a while either. And a healthy Alvin Kamara, certainly. And then they go, oh, by the way, Thomas may be one of the best receivers out there. They have all the pieces. They have all the motive in the world. Let's not forget what knocked them out last year. I know they're not forgetting that. So, yeah, we'll go with that. Chiefs, We'll go Chiefs-Saints. What say you, Jen? I like that. That would be exciting. That would be something I feel like a little bit different than what we've seen in the past, you know, decade. Not having the Patriots in there would be nice for, I think, everybody in the NFL as a whole. But, yeah, I like the Chiefs. That'd be exciting. You know, you have the young quarterback in Mahomes versus the old quarterback in Brees. Yeah. And why, why am I not going with Baltimore? I it, I just feel mm-hmm. it's the kids' first go-round in the postseason. Right. Everything is better in the postseason. The defenses are so much better. The pressure is so much greater. And, look, I'm not going to be surprised if Baltimore, who's got a couple Super Bowls under their own coach, that Coach Harbaugh's good, unlike that really weird guy with the stupid khakis in Michigan. <laughs> All right? No, the good Harbaugh is yeah. Baltimore. He's a good coach. So uh, it's not going to shock me. But uh, I didn't go with him just based on that. I felt that that uh, the experience of – Andy Reid, and now that Mahomes has garnered and been to the playoffs and was really close to getting the Super Bowl last year as well. Probably as close as New Orleans was on the other side. So yeah. uh, it's more, again, you asked about Baltimore, I go back to Kansas City. It's more of a pick of promoting what I think Kansas City will do. Not a negative on Baltimore. Stick with it. Lock it in. Go with the Kansas City Chiefs making that Super Bowl appearance in Miami. And they will be playing the Nolans Saints. But everybody knows you'd rather laugh with the devil and cry with the Saints. But in this case, we'll watch them in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. All right, and as we are wrapping up the holiday season here, I want to, of course, wish everybody the best. And also want to wish everybody the worst. Meaning, I hope you got the worst behind you. Everybody is all happy and cheery all the time. And the focus are on the holidays. And then after they leave, sometimes those moods leave too. Don't let that happen, people. Don't let early January turn into a shitty part of the year. I know those credit card bills are coming and someone's got to pay for Santa. I get it. But this is the time of year where anybody who's having any type of problems out there mentally, it's a struggle. And that struggle, as the t-shirt says, is really freaking real. So for all of us out there, notice I said us, inclusive, for all of us out there that, you know, Things don't always go 100% our way. Sometimes you need to reflect on that, realize there's still 400 billion Chinamen that won't care the next day, number one. <laughs> and the other part is this. You're going to be okay. You remember those words. Five years from now, won't make a bit of damn difference. You, my friends out there in podcast land, friends of the devil and the gent, you are going to be okay too. Keep getting it, everybody. This is the Jersey Devil, 
for the Devil and the Gent Show. Wishing everybody a happy early January, mid-January.